welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport from Melgus Real Estate. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another beautiful day here in Lake Geneva. The sun is shining, the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Today, we have with us two intelligent, hardworking women who started their own successful businesses. Laura Kelsey is the owner of Fresh Salad Club, as well as the Connoisseur Wine Club. And Kathy Perkins is the owner of Fontana Home. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you to be here. You two recently did a joint open house with such a great turnout that I was at. And people were sampling salads, drinking wine, and shopping. I mean, what more could you ask for on an evening out, right? So let's just start by each of you explaining what your businesses are exactly. Do you want to start, Kathy? Sure. Fontana Home is a new business in Fontana, Wisconsin, obviously. It's a home decor and vintage shop. So we have a little bit of everything. We have jewelry and stationery and furniture and lighting and whatever, home accessories. And it's been fun. It's been a really good time. I couldn't have asked for a better opening and just a welcome from the community has been awesome. And where is the store located? It's right at 158 Fontana Boulevard where Novak's restaurant used to be. It's a new building and um, it's just been great. So for people who aren't local, that's right across from the Abbey. Correct. So a great location. You can even see the water when you're standing out on the sidewalk out front there. So it's it's very convenient for winter. It's a nice parking lot in the back. Yes. And for the summer, you know, you can just walk down from the beach and take a look around. Laura, can you explain your businesses? <laughs> well, uh, the first business is Fresh Salad Club, which I started uh, almost two years ago up in this area. Um, I was doing some catering and... A couple of the realtors asked me to start doing salads for their broker open houses and then asking me to do salads for closing gifts. And it kind of went from there. It's a salad delivery business. So we do fresh entree gourmet salads that we deliver twice a week. We started in the Lake Geneva area, but because Lake Geneva has a tendency to be very seasonal, I knew my market really was up here and the North Shore of Chicago since I grew up in Glenview. So we deliver up in this area and Glenview, all the way up to Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, Wilmette, Winnetka on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it's a subscription business. You sign up and you get either a salad once a week or twice a week. Okay. And that's one. (laughs) So as of course, with every salad, you need a glass of wine. Of course. Um, Wine salads are, have become my passion, I guess. It didn't start out to be that. It just kind of evolved into that. But Having gone to culinary school and been in the restaurant business, um, wine is a huge passion of mine. So, um, and in the process of looking for a commercial kitchen, I found a great little space off Lynn Pier Road that used to be a little country store and built a kitchen in there, but there happened to be a liquor license available (laughs) at that spot. So I took advantage of that and decided that I would create uh, a place called Connoisseur's Wine Club, which is a members-only private wine buying and tasting club. So we do monthly wine tastings for the members, and um, we have one coming up, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. But that just opened as of January. We got our liquor license uh, in December. 
So we had our first event last month and we've got a great one coming at the end of February. I've been at both of your events and I am a member of the wine club and, you know, I always just loved wine, but now I'm really loving really good wine and I'm noticing the difference and I'm learning just about the different regions and the different tastes and how to swirl my wine and sniff my wine, all those things that, you know, a good wine drinker should know. And so it's been very educational as well. And that's the purpose of it. It's anyone can go buy a bottle of wine and everyone kind of has their go-tos that they're just used to. And they always just go buy that wine. My goal is to really showcase wines that you can't get at a liquor store that you can't maybe get at a restaurant that are very boutique, artisanal wines, small production, and they're not crazy expensive. Everyone, I believe, including myself, has the opinion that if a wine's not expensive, it's not good. And that's really not the case if you take the time to learn more about wine. Um, when you go into a retail store, you see a lot of you know, stacks and stacks of name brands that you know, whether it be Josh or Kendall Jackson or anything. And those are all mass produced wines. Anything you get at Costco, clearly they buy mass quantities of, so they're mass produced. The small produced wines that are made by families that you don't get to see everywhere, that you know the story about, um, they're farmers, they're artists, and that's what excites me so much. So it'll take a little bit, I think, to kind of have everyone understand what we're trying to accomplish because... I don't think anyone has done something like this, but um, I'm really excited about it. And I love sharing wine with people and them getting excited about it. And it's fun just to get to know people in the group too at, at these events. And and I was always a white wine drinker only because red wine would give me headaches. But at your first event, I had I uh, may or may not have had quite a bit of red, white, red <laughs> wine. And, and the next morning I was expecting a huge headache. I woke up feeling great. And it's just the quality of the wine. It so um, I bought some of those. Yes. <laughs> and that's fun too, to kind of, Karen and I have talked about this before when it comes to wine, that we have beautiful wine racks, but they are always empty. We can't build a collection because right. we kind of drink them <laughs> as we get them. But I definitely, you know, want to work on building a collection, too. So as we entertain friends and family, we can kind of share that experience that we had at the wine club with them over dinner or, you know, appetizers. So Yeah, somebody in the wine club, um, Dave, has a wine cellar that holds, what, like 800 bottles? And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, I can't even keep my little wine rack of eight <laughs> that's on my kitchen counter full. So <laughs> it takes time, I guess. So starting your own businesses, I mean, it takes a special kind of person, um, a persistent person, a, a very hardworking person, and somebody who plans. So Laura, when did the idea first pop into your mind to open these businesses? Well, I grew up in Glenview and started coming here with my family as a child. So we spent all our summers here. We had a summer home. We were very fortunate to have that life and uh, just fell in love with this area. So I raised my daughters in Glenview, but once they got older, I decided to make a career change and move up here full time and open a restaurant. That was a little bit of a crazy idea, but it was great for a couple of years. But being up here is 
very magical, you know, with the atmosphere. Definitely there's some things that we miss, not being in the suburbs or not being in Chicago, whether it be shopping, grocery shopping, shoe malls, shopping, shoe shopping. <laughs> but uh, being up here in this beauty outweighs anything that we might be missing. And as I was raising my daughters, I did. I was also fortunate enough to have a second home up here raising them. And I always thought I would live in Glenview and just keep a second home here. But as they got older, moving up here full time, I go back now, especially when I'm doing my salad deliveries, which is really the only time I go down there. And I do not miss living down there at all. Like, I love beautiful suburbs and Chicago's great, but it's nice. It's only an hour away or not six hours away. Mm-hmm. But being up here is is just so special. I can't even explain. And so being up here full time, I love it. And business wise, interestingly enough, because there's not a lot up here, there's a lot of opportunity. So, you know, I wouldn't ever open a restaurant in downtown Chicago or in the suburbs. There's too much competition. There's too much variety. There's too much, you know, opening and closing of restaurants up here, good or bad. We just have a handful. And so especially healthy options. Yes. Well, that's kind of the salad piece, but the restaurant itself, I obviously am kind of picky about food since I'm a foodie and went to culinary school, but I really wanted to open something that was different that we didn't have up here. And I think I accomplished that, but it's really, there's good business opportunity up here for unique, special, small, kind of out of the box things. And it helps with the success. And, and because the community is so great, like Kathy mentioned in the beginning, there's a lot of support. There's a lot of friends. There's a lot of women supporting each other. There's a lot of community businesses supporting each other from each different community around the lake. And it really is a completely different business market that's really enjoyable. And you can be successful without having to be crazy or huge. And mm-hmm. how about you, Kathy? What made you want to take the step to open a business here? Well, I, I'm fortunate enough to have a business in Barrington with partners. Um, it's a shop called The Pink Terranium. And about two years ago, my son, my youngest, went away to college. And we talked about being here at the lake full time. And we just happened to stumble across Pete Novak's uh, restaurant. was the only commercial place for sale in Fontana. And um, and I have to say, I, Pete now has a, yes. tell, tell us about Pete's oh, new yeah. business right down the... So isn't cute. It's so great. Oh, uh, my gosh. So Pete flip-flopped. We've got Munson in the new building, and Pete is opening a little bar with his handmade pizzas. In fact, you know, he'll be open Friday, Saturday, Sundays through you know, the winter and then full time in the summer. And it's adorable. It is so, so cute. cute. It is a nice so hidden fun that yeah. he's still doing his pizza. It's so fun that he was able to stay on the block. Yeah. This little bar is a little bar. bar. <laughs> I think the capacity over the door when you walk in is literally 22 people. Yeah. It I might think it's be 25. Nine, yeah. 25. <laughs> and I might be like nine bar stools. It's so adorable. And it's, mm-hmm. Again, another gem about being up here is yep. places like that, you walk in and you know every single person that's there. Yeah. And it's just such a great thing. Yeah. So you can shop at Fontana Hall right? and walk like 
20 steps over and have a glass of wine and have, and have <laughs> your drink and pizza there. So, right. So how long from when you had this idea of opening Fontana home to when the store actually opened, what would you say that timeline was like? I think it's been like two years. It's been, um, oh gosh, I guess it was 2017, May of 2017, I think when we approached him. And I'm not exactly sure when we purchased, I think it was the following year we purchased the property, but just doing the, you know, the architecture, you know, the blueprints and the builder and the all that kind of stuff. And and of course, we're on a property where we had to put geo piers in because it's a swamp land. So that took a long time. So it's been about two years. It was fun watching you on social media, just watching the space transform and, you know, and even not, you know, so then you're all set up for the holidays and the store is beautiful. Then the holidays end and it's like, you have to to revamp (laughs) the entire store. I'm watching you do that online too. And just like, you know, rearranging all your merchandise, new merchandise, getting, you know, seasonal Mm -hmm. out and the new in. Well, it was hard because we opened with Christmas in, you know, November 6th, which was great. Um, we did a holiday open house with like nine or 10 other shops. And that was so awesome. I want to say we probably had 200 people in that night. Yeah. <clears throat> were you there, there that night? Oh I yeah, was, you were there. Yeah, I came through. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was so great. And it was great for the other shops as well. So that was kind of fun, but we opened with Christmas and then, you know, for two months we had to live with Christmas. So yeah, I was ready for that to be over with. And you have a lot of, um, so I have bought some Neil Aspinall, who I've had on the podcast. I bought some of mm-hmm. his um, his work done on big pillows that I yes. put in my guest rooms at home. And um, you have a big jewelry selection. Who is mm-hmm. the, the jeweler? Yeah, the jeweler is so the girl cool. that works with me. Oh, she's great. Her name is Patty Schaefer. She makes all her own silver, handmade silver. And um, yeah, she's doing a great business. Just there. unique yeah. pieces. I, it's the I only place you can her. get it. It's Fontana Home. Yeah, really, yeah, really so. pretty. And it ha- I mean, tell us about some of the other merchandise you have. I mean, you have bath yeah. and body stuff. Yeah, we just got a mixture. It's funny. I, I was I went to a seminar, business seminar, and one of the one of the ladies asked me, you know, what my shop was, and I started rattling it all off. And she's like, "You got to work on your elevator elevators pitch." <laughs> but it is a little bit of everything. It is. I mean, it's some vintage, it's furniture, and like I said at the beginning, you know, um, lamps and stationery, and um, we put a little kitchen in the shop and for for events, which is what we had Laura there for. It's one of those stores where like you have to walk through mm-hmm. once to get an overview of what's there and you walk through again you know then after mm-hmm. spending some time there then I start you know purchasing because it's, <laughs> it's a lot to take in there's every piece is so great and you're like oh I need that I need that I need that mm-hmm. so and it's just a fun place to come and browse and um you know for for everybody who's staying at the Abbey and it's, it is great to see all the local support too. It really is. It's really, and when we, when we did this, I kind of thought, cause retail's, you know, hard. I really thought that all of our business would be from the Abbey, but it's really been locals. It's been amazing. And we, it was cute. You know, like after two weeks we had regulars, like, come on in Mary, you know, bringing friends and stuff like that. It was amazing. That is great. But yeah, and it's an ever, I mean, we're trying to change the merchandise a lot and we bring things in, really new things every day. And there's a lot to see. (laughs) You have some things going on on the second level above your store. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we've actually got four um, units that are available. Well, they're not available. We're we're furnishing them and we're doing seasonal rentals. 
So right now we have three of the units rented for the summer and I've got to get busy and furnish them so we can see what else we so can do. So this is by the month you're renting them out. Right. Well, it was a it was a commitment of three months okay, for so the summer. Okay, so it's like, yeah. that is really hard to find. I mean, yeah. I have people asking me all the time, you know, I, I just want a place for a few months there. I don't really want to purchase quite mm-hmm. yet, but um, I'd like to be there all summer. So to have a brand new construction and these beautiful places in this location that's just you know really close walk to the lake right i bet you're going to have a line a mile long for those places yeah they really are beautiful and it's a beautiful view too we were saying when you look out you're not looking at a you know a parking lot you've got these beautiful trees and the you know they do such a great job with the median you know the flowers in the summer so Yeah. yeah they're really pretty they really are so Laura, how about you as far as like, you know, when you first had the idea for these businesses to when they actually came to fruition, what kind of was your timeline and what was that planning like? It was actually an unbelievable learning experience. I think I could have gone to college for four years and learned what <laughs> I taught myself in a very short period of time. And you see, know? now you're teaching people on the podcast. You're I saving am. them all of that frustration. They just I have, have to listen to you too. I think the first time I ever listened to a podcast was my sister had recommended a book to me and it struck me so strongly that I was looking for more information on this particular author. And so I started searching podcasts and found one that I really liked. And I have to say that I'm a big believer in podcasts. And you know, I was very excited when you told me about your idea and I'm very supportive of it. Those podcasts kept me going forward, not giving up on this business idea for a year. I just Mm -hmm. can't even tell you all of the business strategy and the don't give up and the, you know, self-talk about you can keep going and So I have become a huge podcast fan. And I have to say, when I was the only person delivering my salads from Lake Geneva to Chicago (laughs) two days a week, I listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of audiobooks. But um, so, I mean, do you feel kind of like alone in that? Like, you know, you're looking for mentors, you're listening to podcasts, probably reading articles, but, you know, do you feel like, oh, can't somebody just tell me how to do this? I felt and still do feel very alone, to be honest, because I have all these questions in my head. And because I'm alone, I don't know the answers. And I try and search out the answers of my current customers or opinions of close friends. But a lot of the podcasts talk about finding a business mentor and coach. And I have reached out a couple times, but it is definitely a solo solopreneur kind of thing that I'm doing and bootstrapping they you know is a lot of what they call it and pivoting and keep going forward and you have to um, without action you don't have clarity so those mantras that I learned in some of these podcasts really honestly kept me from quitting and going to get a job and it's so true it's gosh people think think owning your own business is just like great make your own hours you can and I've learned I mean in a sense with real estate you know even though I work for Malgus Real Estate it is my own business Um, we're all independent contractors and for you two I'm sure you have found out just the opposite it is more work more hours and the responsibility just doesn't you can't just leave at five o'clock and say see you on Monday right right it is kind of 24 7 especially because now that I found this commercial kitchen 
and opened my little wine club, I happen to also live in the residence behind oh my the God. building. So it is 24 seven, but my daughters are older. So it is, you know, what I love doing also. There are days I was texting with a friend, I'm going to be bringing on a new product that I'm going to be offering in the salad club, which I'm so excited about. And I was texting with him. Are you and... not going to tell us here on the podcast okay, what so... it is? Come on. <laughs> First to know. <laughs> She's turning She's, red, trying yeah. not to okay. say it. <laughs> it's not that. And we can figure out how to edit this, whatever. But it's just because the name, um, I know the name's going to change. But the local restaurant Popeye's in Lake Geneva, which is not Popeye's Chicken, is owned by the Anagnus family. And I worked there as a waitress and bartender when I was 18 because I was the drinking age up here back in the day <laughs> and I worked for Nick and Agnes who was the owner and I have to say it's actually kind of an interesting full circle story now that I'm saying this out loud because I learned so much from Nick and he was really the first one who gave me the bug of the restaurant business they had such a great training program and it was such a high volume restaurant up here and still exists today. Right. Everybody who's ever been here has been to Popeye's at least once downtown Lake Geneva. And sadly, Nick is no longer with us. And one of his sons is running that restaurant, but one of his other sons recently contacted me. He had seen what I was doing on Facebook with the salad business and thought our two businesses would complement each other very much, which Oh my gosh, <laughs> they do. And I'm so excited. So he has created a spread along the lines of a hummus, but it is an almond spread and it is vegan, which I was so excited to tell Karen Rappaport about. <laughs> um, every time I find something vegan, I'm like, I have something new for you up here that's vegan. I'm proud um, vegan of 24 years. By so, the way. Wow. Um, but so it's keto, paleo, gluten-free, um, non-GMO, it's just incredible. It's all natural. So it's made from olive oil, garlic, sweet potato, and then he has different flavors, which he's got sriracha, spicy, green chili hatch, spicy. He's got fresh basil, sriracha, sun-dried tomato is my daughter's favorite. So he's been on the same path as me, but we were didn't even know. He's been bootstrapping and going to farmer's markets and trying to figure out where to produce his product in what kitchen. And so now that we've kind of come together... We're supporting each other, which is, again, great about this community. They sell his dips currently at the Green Grocer in Williams Bay. And if you go in there, there's a text code. So you can text and they'll let you know when he does his next delivery because it sells out like immediately. Wow. That's another hidden gem. A lot of non-locals don't know about the Green Grocer in Williams Bay. Look it up. Great salad sandwiches. Now there's a coffee shop next to it. Just such a, a hidden, hidden gem. I didn't know about it for many years when I wasn't living up here. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because even though Lake Geneva is an area, Fontana is one town. Williams Bay is another town. Lake Geneva is another town. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just stick to your own little Fontana. You don't go that far. And depending on how you come up, if you have a house or you come up for the day in the boat, you know, downtown Lake Geneva in the summer is the busiest place it's the more touristy place because that's just it's got more opportunity for different shops and restaurants just right in one area that you can walk to but some people don't know just keep driving there's more the lake is very long (laughs) there's a lot of towns when I was growing up I kind of 
had both. We'd go to Chuck's in Fontana to go out at night, but I worked in Lake Geneva and I was, and to this day, still surprised that people who grew up in Fontana don't know people who grew up in Lake Geneva. <laughs> oh my God. I'm shocked. Like, I'm like, of course, you know, so-and-so. No, I'm like, you've been here your whole life. Anyway. So back to uh, Michael's product for us, he and I now, I feel like I'm not alone necessarily. He's super busy. I'm super busy. So we don't have a lot of time to communicate, but we are just starting to collaborate and share each other's challenges and support and path with. So for my salad club business, which I actually tested this Wednesday at my event in Winnetka, these dips are so healthy that I'm going to sell them. You can get them delivered along with your salads, Tuesdays and Thursdays with different, so you can get the actual packaged dip. And I'm going to create snack packs with his dip in it with carrots and sugar snap peas and tomatoes. So it's kind of just a, instead of a salad, it's a take with you to school, for lunch, to work, to the gym, just another option other than salads. But my point in the entrepreneurial part was I was, there are days that I'm so enthusiastic and I see the path clearly and I'm so excited and I know the right thing. And then there are other days that I think, what am I doing? <laughs> and he, <laughs> like, so I texted that to him and he was like, don't give up sister. You know, you've got a good thing. So it's really nice one to be excited for each other and to love each other's concepts so much and to be able to help each other. But entrepreneurship or solopreneur is definitely not an easy path. And you have recently brought somebody on to Fresh Salad Club yes. to help a little bit with the business, yeah, right? So help a lot, I should say. A lot. You know, it's all, you have to grow step by step. So I, you know, when you first start a business, you don't have extra money to hire people and just, you have to kind of go step by step. And Sherry Seta Ducati, who ran the Geneva Lake West Chamber of Commerce up here for the last four years, approached me and she was very excited. She was a salad customer, is a salad customer, although she does get them free now that she's working for me. <laughs> nice part. But um, so she asked if she could come on board and be kind of, she's a commission salesperson-ish, but she's my director of sales and marketing. And that just someone else gives me the confidence to expand. And she can take on those duties of finding events, booking events, which she did with Fontana Home. I wouldn't have had the time to reach out to Kathy or to schedule that or to set that up. But we had 10 customers that night. It was the middle of winter yeah. on a Wednesday in January. And it I was probably the most successful event I've had so far. That's great. Yeah, there was, I want to say there was like 35 people there at least, right? Yeah. It and was, lining it was, up and you said, you know, when you were alone, it's like you would be talking to people, explaining what the salad club, because you know, I mean, people can go online and we'll get that information to look at these salads, but these are not your ordinary salads. I mean, this is like maybe give an example of one of the favorites. So of- it's, it is interesting. And again, part of the learning curve of growing this business, if you tell someone we deliver salads, they're like, okay, who cares? Yeah, but like I can go to the salad bar and right. the grocery it's, store and get right. that, but they don't understand. <laughs> so, so until you um, see what Allura is. And again, this has evolved, but it is designed for a meal. It is an entree. There's always a protein. So for example, yesterday, I usually do seafood on Thursdays and a meat protein on Tuesdays. And yesterday was a sesame crusted yellowfin ahi tuna filet uh, niçois salad. And I make all my dressings homemade. Um, and I package them so they can be shared 
pretty easily, plated pretty easily, and they feed one to two people. So this coming Tuesday will be a chicken chopped salad with the red wine citrus vinaigrette. Next Thursday is a recent new fan favorite that I created over the summer. It's a lobster roll BLT. So it's actually a keto because I do make my own mayonnaise and it's made with cauliflower, but it's lobster tail and avocado tomatoes with a green goddess dressing on the side. So they're special. They're not, I mean, we do have some basic ones for people who just want a Caesar salad with chicken. We have that available to always get if, if you don't like what I'm creating, but they are things you cannot go to any restaurant and get. And they're, re- I mean, you know, these food delivery services are, are just so huge. They've just really taken off. People love the convenience. They don't have to shop. They can just, you know, follow a recipe, put it together. But the difference with yours is you don't have to do anything. I mean, it's fresh. It is ready to go. You just put the dressing on and eat it, right? Yes, it is served, ready to eat. Uh, the dressing does come on the side, so they do last for a couple days. So if you think that, well, I can't commit to every Tuesday because I don't know what I'm going to be doing, people take it for lunch the next day. They eat it over a couple days. They, you know, the, every customer is a little bit different, but um, it is definitely, I'm just, even though my tagline is let us deliver goodness on my website, my heart, what I'm trying to accomplish is just making people's lives easier once or twice a week because going to the grocery store especially if you're busy with kids or you live alone or you're older, there's a lot, a big market. A lot of different people are my customers. I'm just trying to help them out once or twice a week. I wish I could make food for everybody and deliver all kinds of meals, but that's just not possible. So I focused on salads because they're time consuming and they take a lot of ingredients to make. But when I do it kind of all in one assembly line type, putting it together, it makes it cost effective for me where it's not cost effective as much for one or two people to eat. And people don't have to be home. Like you can, you have um, really cute containers uh, that keep the salads cold and everything. Yeah. So that was one thing I had to figure out is I couldn't be running around making sure everybody was home. These are all these steps of, you know, trying to figure out the next step and you're going to pivot and you're going to kind of try something. It may not work. So you got to try something else. But so we deliver in uh, cooler bags that fit up to two salads and we just leave it at your door with an ice pack and we send you a reminder to leave your cooler bag out for your next delivery and we just swap it out. So couldn't be more convenient. (laughs) Um, There couldn't be a more convenient way to be healthy, really. Yeah. So to eat healthy and you have um, help also at the kind of super club. I do. So Sue Hodgman is a friend from up here. We, Got to know each other a lot better when I had the restaurant open and her daughter worked for me. She was a bartender. So I got to know their family. Obviously, they came in quite a bit to hang out with their daughter while she was working, her and her husband. And coincidentally, her husband works with Melgus Real Estate with Karen. Again, a small community (laughs) up here. But yeah, so Sue is, they are both wine lovers. But um, Sue, they just moved up here full time. Like a lot of people, um, they sold their house in the suburbs and made that leap to move to their summer home full time. And she had a business doing clothing um, concierge with a certain line. So she wanted to establish her business up here. And we did a little event to like a sip and shop event with my salads and her line and Kelly Clow, who has another business up here. Um, Lakeside Sundry. Lakeside Sundry. And um so we got talking and 
when I realized this liquor license was available, I approached Sue to see if that might be something she'd be interested in because her line, she only does her shows every quarter. So she was looking for something to do. So like, how bad could it be to just order wine, taste wine and have people over to drink wine? (laughs) So, but with my salad business, I couldn't do that, open that by myself either. And I learned my lesson. (laughs) So having other people surrounding you that are supporting you, that are excited about it, that can help you grow your business um, is important. So that's why we're doing that together. And it's fun. It's it's interesting how many of the small businesses we've named just in conversation here. And that's really um, a big reason for me to do this podcast is just to talk about all these amazing people in the Lake Geneva area who are doing amazing things that a lot of the locals know about, but people who come up here for the weekend or for vacations don't necessarily. So we're bringing it to their attention so that they, they can support everybody as well. So as far as, let's talk about, Kathy, what would you think would be the biggest obstacle that, that you found in, in opening your business? Um, actually, it was just really the building, I think. The actual, the business itself, I, I really, there were no obstacles there, but just... Because you're experienced already, right? Yeah, I'm lucky, <laughs> I was really lucky that way. And I, when you were talking, I was just thinking about how one thing leads you to the next, you know, and I mean, this, this business in Barrington, I would have never, ever thought, had I not had that, to do something here. So it is How long of, have you had that business in Barrington? Um, it's five years. Over five years, actually. So, yeah. It's so it's great. just getting all the permits of the building, the construction of the building. Right. And again, you know, like not counting on the geo piers and the and then, of course, the winter weather last year was so horrible. So, yeah, it was it was kind of funny because we thought we'd open in May or June. And nope, we waited <laughs> till everybody left. <laughs> so but no, it actually turned out to be great. Like I said, it was it was just our local people are amazing. And I've got to put a little plug in for Deb from Twill Cottage, because when I started this a couple of years ago, she was so welcoming to me and allowed me to do a couple pop-up shops at her place. And um, she's, again, when we did this open house, she and I went together and thought, let's just include a bunch of people to do this. So she was, she's been amazing. So Twill Cottage. Oh, there you go. Another place to look at. And I have to say those events, the one Kathy put together for kind of a local night where it was multiple local businesses there. I, okay. I live here full time and there were at three businesses that I had not ever even gone into. I love that. I, I mean, I had never gone into the store next to Fontana Jewelers. Next, next to Paul Street. Yep. I'd never been in there. That is stunning. It's, it's so beautiful. Cool. And Cashmere Compass, she mm-hmm. was open that night. So I went in there and that was so nice. And then Twill Cottage, because they just moved from that little tiny place right. in Walworth, kind of outside of the square. I I passed there a million times, didn't know what it was. But now that she's moved into the square and kind of expanded her business, I went in there and I've been in each place a couple of times it's since. So, nice. so that's that. the purpose of what you were trying to accomplish definitely worked. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I live here. So I think we need to plan another one. I agree. I agree. All right. Shout out to my husband who discovered the jewelry. Fontana oh, jewelry. Yes, he has bought me two beautiful pieces as a surprise from there. So oh, how he deserves a podcast shout out for that. Right? I'll tell you that Fontana jewelers too. So welcoming. So nice. Yeah, I mean, so helpful. They, oh, they help you pick just what you're looking for. Yeah. Gifts, you know, uh, really, really wonderful 
place to shop and, and all prices too. Right. And to keep points. on the Fontana jeweler topic for a second, um, that store has been there for a while and Eric has definitely grown the store, but Eric and James came to the salad party we had yes. at Fontana home Yes, and they became salad customers and they are so excited, oh. but how fun. Like yes. I've, they know me by name. They know that I've, you know, they know me personally. They didn't know what I was doing. So you were able to introduce my business by having that event to people that already knew me, but just didn't know what I was doing. And Fontana Jeweler, if you're looking for lake jewelry or keychains or whatever, we all that live up here have our lake something. (laughs) They make beautiful jewelry that has the shape, the outline of the lake that is kind of a signature jewelry piece for all us lake girls. Yeah, that's one of mine. And then a big anchor is the other one. So um, as far as what, what would you say is your biggest joy of owning your own business? What's what's the, the best part of it? If you could just pick one thing. <laughs> We're both Are you asking? Either, either, either or both. <laughs> so one thing that I can tell you that I absolutely love about owning my own business is that I have created my business model for quality of life on my terms. So as I was putting this together, having owned a restaurant, which is really literally 24 seven hours. And after that running a a local private country club, which you could imagine nights, weekends, um, I purposely created this business model that I, so I didn't have to work nights and weekends and I could enjoy the lake and enjoy my daughters and my friends. And I, I feel like I've come out of my shell. The people, I know a lot of people, but I've been able to actually have girlfriends and go out and spend time. I used to be the one who was always working on like Friday that. nights and, you know, Mother's Day, Easter, every holiday, just Friday nights or the whole weekend nights and could never participate in just having a social life up here and it's been including great having a huge party at your property and you not being there at your oh own my party <laughs> i did <laughs> right i that? did a fundraiser on a friday night of fourth of july weekend with hello, hello dave, dave who, who does our the, podcast song yep the band that does her theme song and i'm not quite sure how many people it was kind of a ravinia style it was a big backyard and i was at the restaurant I think I was able to leave at 10 p.m. Maybe I caught the second half of their second set, but I probably had 150 people at my house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> enjoying that. And you weren't there, <laughs> I, and I wasn't there. We did. We raised money for Rock Central, which is another local business that I know you maybe mentioned with Diana some of your, Coleman. Yeah, Diana Coleman, your previous guest. But anyway, so that's one thing that I really, absolutely love that I might get, you know, busy and stressed and making sure everything's perfect and all my ingredients are fresh and get my things ordered. But once Thursday night rolls around and my deliveries are done, (laughs) I'm so excited. It's like Thursday night and the weekend is all mine, especially being up here to enjoy the lake in the summer. So that's really my favorite thing about doing that. Makes everything else worth it, to be honest. How about you? Yeah. What's your favorite? Well, I was just, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I think, um, I'm loving the shop because I want this to be a gathering spot. And it's really like going to a party every day, having people walk through the door. It's, and it's, you don't have to be there, but you want to be there. It's not like grocery shopping. And I think that's, I think that's just the joy 
of being there and the joy, you know, so my sister, it's cute. When we were little, we used to play store all the time. I think I told you this. So my sister works full time, but she loves being a part of the shop. And I have my cousin working and friends working and just our little group. It's, it's really great. Yeah. And my last question is for anyone thinking about starting their own business, what would be your best piece of advice? That's a really hard question. (laughs) I would say do your homework, do your homework. And it kind of takes a village. I mean, you're, you're alone, but you still, like you said, you've got people. I have a lot of fans. Fortunately. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, like you said earlier, it's kind of one step leads you to the next and, you know, starting your own business is definitely not an easy task. There are things, like I said, my freedom, you know, my, quality of life built around the way I wanted it was really the reason that I did that. But had I not, you know, worked at Popeye's, I wouldn't have been in the restaurant business. And if I wasn't, you know, in the restaurant business, I wouldn't have opened the restaurant. If I didn't open the restaurant, I wouldn't have had a great reputation for food up here. People wouldn't have been asking me to do catering. I could just evolved kind of had legs of its own, but it's all kind of the path you go down leads you to those things. And I think the most important piece of advice I could give for someone wanting to start their own business is make sure it's a passion. Make sure it's something that will bring you something, happiness, freedom, um, more time with your family, more better quality of life, not something that in the end is going to cause you more stress or not being able to spend your time or time with your friends or family because it can consume you. And if you don't do it right, or you're doing something out of necessity and not want or something out of have to, but not passion, you're going to end up resenting it in the end. So I think that's my number one thing would be make sure it's something that you really believe in and that you enjoy along with the stress of, of getting it off <laughs> of the ground. it's going to be stress, right. Yeah. How about you, Kathy? Same yeah. or anything? Yeah. To, yeah, same. Yeah, I would say the same for sure. Yeah, you've got to have passion. Yeah. Because it is long, long days, especially with social media now. You don't just, you know, shut the door and go home. You've got to, That's like so you said, true. you saw our, our posts. It was kind of like trying to open. So we, we didn't get occupancy until Monday, November 4th. We couldn't put one thing in that store and we had already committed to this opening on November 6th. But it, I mean, it was like crazy. But in the in the midst of it, you've got to stop. Wait, I got to stop. I got to do an Instagram post. You know, <laughs> so so there's yeah, that that leads to your long days. So. It is true. Yeah. Like with social media, that is the number one way, especially around here to get the word out. And again, like Geneva being on the other side of the lake, if you're not posting and getting followers and us following you and sharing right people wouldn't drive maybe from williams bay like we talked about the green grocer wouldn't drive from lake geneva to find your store and for me um and for i'll speak for me i won't speak for all three of us learning how to deal with social media at this stage in our lives like we're not teenagers you know so we have older kids i do and i look to them like okay how do i do an instagram post as part of learning this current business market, number one, but then, yeah, you're right. After all the sales are made or after all the, you know, things in your store have been ordered and placed and delivered and received and you open and close, then you've got to post yeah. and share and create events and right. do the Facebook and Instagram. And 
and there's a lot to it. I mean, it is definitely with social media, not a close the door, turn off the lights. No. Now you're done for the day thing. So I'd like to say I'm a teenager, but since I've known you since seventh grade, you know how old I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're I know. the same age. <laughs> yeah, the same age. So Kathy, how can people find Fontana Home? Contact information or social oh, yes. media. We are on yes, on Facebook as Fontana Home. Instagram, Fontana Home, and um, we do have a website. It's fontana-home.com. Yeah. Right. And how can they contact you, Laura, for Connoisseur Wine Club and the Fresh Salad Club? Fresh Salad Club is freshsaladclub.com. So if you go to the website, all the information is there about the membership, the salads, how it works, and certainly there's a place you can email hello at freshsaladclub.com with any questions. Also, the Connoisseurs Wine Club, we do have a website as well. It's connoisseurswineclub.com. For questions, you can email taste at connoisseurswineclub.com. We have Facebook, Instagram. You can find all that on the websites. But I do want to say our upcoming event, because it does tie into the Loving Lake Geneva podcast in a way, is on February 29th. We have Magoo from Hello Dave, who's one of the band members, who's also launching his new business along with our wine club, which is a monger minstrel business. So Magoo, in addition to his Hello Dave fame, works uh, in the cheese department at Whole Foods and has for years. No one, not many people know that about him. And he has his, he's gone through all his certifications to be fully educated on cheese. So he is going to come on February 29th and educate us on cheese, pair the wines with the cheeses that we've already picked out the wines, which will be on our website soon, and then play music for us. That's so great. we're so excited about that. And I'm that. super excited because you said he's coming with a vegan cheese. He, uh, he's which bringing is unbelievable. Vegan cheese <laughs> just for Karen, but he actually brought it up and I was like, oh yes. Oh, I I'm can't all wait. over it. I cannot I've never wait. heard of a vegan cheese, but <laughs> I'm so impressed with his knowledge and I can't wait to learn more stuff about what he knows and just our brief conversation about putting this together, I learned a ton. And that's another, I think, area. People love beautiful cheeses, especially there's amazing cheeses made in this whole state of Wisconsin Mm -hmm. that are, again, small little places that are handcrafted passions for people that unless you know what to buy or what to look for or that it's even there, you wouldn't even know. You would go to... I would go to Whole Foods or Mariano's or even any of the grocery stores up here. I know a few of the cheeses, so I keep buying the same thing because I know what I'm buying. But you want, some people just love cheese and just don't know, just like mine. So I'm so excited about that too. So who knows where that'll lead. So hopefully we'll see some new members on February 29th. And thank you both for coming. And um, we'll put all that information up on the Loving Lake Geneva um, podcast page as well and how to get a hold of you. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine, the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport of Melgus Real Estate. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now.